We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And that'll do it. The winning streak is at eight. 14 and two in the month of January. The most since 1994. Well, we won't talk to Devo tonight. We talked to him last night. We are talking to him tonight. All right. Well, again, as we talked about, his first six 20-point games were all on the road. His first first one here at home, but he had plenty of help tonight. Man, <laughs> it is getting pretty reckless around here. This is becoming a very fun basketball season and uh, some ceilings that uh, may get challenged in, in just a little bit. Uh, for those watching and wondering where Jonathan Macri is, my name is Andrew Claudio, GMAC. That is Mensa, more like Mensa, Mensa Smith. We are filling in for Macri on a back-to-back, something that, uh, you know, NBA teams do sometimes. Uh, and what a perfect night to overreact, Mensa, because the New York Knicks have won eight games in a row. The New York Knicks are 14-2 and two since the OG Ananobi trade. They just completed a 14-2 and two January, which ties their best month since 1995. And Mensa, I want to get your, your quick 30-second thoughts before we may need to do something, something special to start this show. So Mensa, first of all, how are you? And how are your vibes after this victory? Uh, I just want to shout out OG Ananobi because the number of the night is eight. OG Ananobi wears jersey number eight, and we have just won eight games in a row. Jalen Brunson is this team's executive chef, but tonight the specials menu was brought to you by Carbone DiVincenzo, Dante Il Mulino, 33 points. He was in that kitchen and he was chefing up something wicked. This is a great time to be a New York Knicks fan. Maybe the best time. In my fanhood, I mean, this is just, I'm really happy because we are currently sitting in third place by ourselves tonight. And we don't know if Embiid's going to play. So we might have distance on third place by the end of the night. And man, oh man, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than I am in a great place. The vibes are excellent. The vibes are indeed excellent. And you know how... Like when when John's usually on here, he's always trying to stay measured and like, okay, worst case scenario, I'll sign up for the six seed or some uh, thing he said last night. And it was like, you know, what? I'll sign up for 500 the rest of the year because then that guarantees 48 wins. Right. I have to say that part of the beauty of what this season is becoming 
is that it appears that hearts can grow three sizes because Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the KFS postgame show, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Macri, who texted me right before we went on. Uh, do you have something you would like to say, sir, about your exciting basketball team that, as Mensa said, is sitting alone in third place in the Eastern Conference? First of all, hello. Hello, guys. Hello, Mensa. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Great to see you, John. It's great to see you, too. Um... I did text you. I texted you midway through the fourth quarter and I was like, can I, can I just give me a couple minutes at some point? I don't care at the end of the post game, beginning of the post game, whatever. Um, I have to say two things. Uh, one, I went to my first game um, in the end of the 92, 93 season. So that means doing some quick math that I'm old and I'm, I'm really fucking old. And I've been watching this team for a long time. Um, this right now, right this moment, is up there with the 99 playoff run for me as the most fun, as just the most joy, as the most like proud I have ever been to be a fan of this team. And look, there's been a lot of lean years in there, right? So it's like it's you could look at it and be like, yeah, it's some pickings, but at the same time. Like we've had 12, 13, we've had insanity. We had the, we hear season. We had last year. We had, I mean, there were a lot of the years in the nineties uh, where I, I didn't quite have a full appreciation for what we were watching. Cause I was a new fan, but still I, I, I think I appreciate it to some extent. This is up there right now um, with what this team is doing and how they've been built. And I can't wait to listen to you guys talk about that. And the second thing is just, yeah, I, I think I'll, I think I'll take that trip out the window. Um, he has jumped out the window, <laughs> ladies and Embrace gentlemen. It. <laughs> we got him, folks. We they- got him. <laughs> proud of you, John. I'm what? proud of you for bracing your inner your inner Jeremy Cohen. We but got you on the jumbotron, sir. I I feel like they've I feel like they've earned it when when Colin Sexton. Man, good luck getting to sleep tonight, Colin. <laughs> when Colin Sexton poked the bear mm-hmm. in the first quarter, and this team, I mean, to respond where they're like, "Oh, that's is that that's what we're doing? That's what the assignment is?" Okay, and you just you know, it's like, all right, we're just going to outscore you by thirty over the next uh, you know couple of quarters, and they did it like it was nothing, and they're doing it with six, with like seven guys, whatever it is. Um, I don't know how you are supposed to look at this team and not say like they could beat anyone in any series at any time. Uh, they've earned that respect. They've earned they've earned the right for us to think about them uh, in that way. Not to say that they're a perfect team. They're not. They need their guys back. They need everybody healthy. But it's. I mean, I I, I I'm happy. I don't have to do the post game tonight, frankly, because I don't have the words. And I'm happy. I'm 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 thankful that you guys get to try to find the words because it's just what we're watching right now. It's it's just really special. And I and I, I want to echo something. And the last thing I'm gonna go um, echo something that DJ Zulo just tweeted out. Uh, you know, whether you're a fan that's been a fan f- around for s- seventy years or 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 seven years, I just hope everybody appreciates what they're watching right now because this is a team that for. I don't know how many possessions there were in this game. Like they defended every possession def- defensively 
in this game, like it was in game seven of the freaking NBA finals, like maybe with a couple of exceptions, but they're just, I mean, they're giving it everything. And uh, that's what I think if you're a true New Yorker and you go through the grind and you make it in this city where it's as tough to make it as anywhere, but at the same time, you're rewarded if you put in the work ethic. That's, that's why we want what we want from our basketball team. If you're watching this team do what they're doing right now, it has to feel, it has to feel special. Um, and I, 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 I'm sorry to hijack the show. I just needed to come on here and say my piece. And now I'm going to go away and, and I'm going to try to write a newsletter about this. No, I'm glad you came on and said your piece. Also, your boy is coaching his ass off this week. I would have loved hey, for, for three fewer minutes at the end, but we got to take him with his warts and all. Um, by the way, did you see his doppelganger tonight? I did. I saw the tweets. Uh, right, yeah. Look at this. You got Tibbs and then you got like hipster Tibbs in the top left. Hey, maybe his cousin. We don't know that. Maybe his Tibbs family comes to watch the games. Tibbs and Hibs. Tibbs and Hibs. <laughs> I kind of like it. Shout out to him. We got to get him on the pod sometime. Well, let's, uh, get that, let's get that in there. Thank you, John. Uh, enjoy your journey out the window. We will We will be also, we're already out. So yeah, um, we, we appreciate, welcome to the party, pal. Anytime. You know, there you go. Jonathan Macri, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the specials league for example on any given night take jalen brunson over in points julius randall over in rebounds or og ananobi over in steals then combine it with two nfl props like patrick mahomes over in passing yards or christian mccaffrey over in touchdowns prize picks is a really simple way to play prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like on taco tuesday each tuesday prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25 percent to provide even more value prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, Mensa. That was, that was, that was it. Like, I feel like we just saw a miracle happen in, in this. Not just that the Knicks were able to win this game without Julius Randle, without Precious Achua, but like Jonathan Macri has joined the reckless side of things. How do you feel? In the summer of 2022, the New York Knicks took what I believe is $122 million and paid a lot of money for a miracle. But between the 104 that we gave to Jalen Brunson and the 18 that we gave to Isaiah Hartenstein, this New York Knicks team has become just a different level, like a different tier of, of a team. Like what we're seeing this offense do with Jalen Brunson, who by the end of the night is probably going to be top 10. And I think he's already top 10 in offensive VPM with a guy like Isaiah Hartenstein, who 
on, who's still kind of like looking wobbly out there, going out there. And I think he grabbed what three steals in one block, 12 rebounds, like just what we're seeing from those two gentlemen and how everybody else is allowed to play in their certain role. Like it just, it's so heartwarming to see the way this team plays together because a lot of times as a Nick fan, you can go back to a myriad of seasons and you would see a team that you felt you cared more about the games they were playing than they were actually playing. That's not the case anymore because first Tom Thibodeau has done an excellent job coaching this team. And there are games where there again, just think about how many seasons this team would have come out flat on the second half of a back to back, especially because they traveled up from Charlotte. They just got the win. Nobody came out with that energy. They were missing some shots early on. Sure. That's not a problem, but they committed. They played the ball. They, they continue to, to just be the team that we love, care, and appreciate, right? And a team like Utah that embarrassed us the first time we played them, like, let's just be honest. It was an embarrassing act. R.J. Barrett had the worst game probably of the season. He's not here anymore, but it was just, it was not what you wanted to see. The team looked stagnant. They looked stuck in the mud. And it feels like they remembered that tonight because Colin Sexton, Colin Sexton probably started chirping, talking about maybe what he did the first time they played. And they were like, oh yeah, watch this. And then Dante DiVincenzo went straight into the kitchen. And the good thing about DiVincenzo kind of had a Clay Thompson effect on a prime Clay Thompson effect on um, Jalen Brunson because when Clay Thompson would get hot, you the entire warrior Steph is hot, everybody else is hot, and then and then DiVincenzo gets hot, and then it just opens up the floodgates, and that's really encouraging to see that this team when it's losing one of its um one of its best scorers in Julius Randle that. Josh Hart can go out there and grab you a triple-double. The Precious Achua can fill in and give you 18 points. The Dante DiVincenzo can give you a 33. That um, Jalen Brunson can remain Jalen Brunson. Even um, Isaiah Hartenstein with a double-double. Everybody played well tonight. And uh, especially the starters. The starters were excellent. And I just think that when you watch this New York Knicks team, you don't have to worry about will these guys try because they will try every night. And we are at a place where Leon Rose put a roster together that if this team is trying, we're already more talented than what 70, 80% of the league, because look, this is a three seed right now. Top 10, top 10 um, record in the NBA, excellent um, net rating. I think their, their Pythagorean wins is higher than their actual wins. It's just, it's great to see what this team has become. They play together and they play a beautiful brand of basketball, not just on the defensive end, but on the offensive end. They are selfless since the Ananobi trade. They are making their shots. And just the way it's just, it's hard to find the words other than sometimes you're just awestruck watching these guys play. Cause like, is this the team that we grew up with? Is this the team that we had to watch Alexis fed? and Langston Galloway and Lou Amundsen and Travis Ware and a whole bunch of guys that came through this program. And now it feels like even though there is probably going to be some more upheaval in the roster, it feels like, you know, who's going to be here long term. And that starts with Jalen Brunson, who continues to be the rock of this team, continues to be the ace. He continues to be our A1, our 1A. And the last time we'll ever see number 11 worn in the blue and orange. Jalen oh, Brunson is just 
continuously awesome. You can go ahead. You got that right. And so I, I got to give a quick shout out to Joey Doyle, who just spoiled one of the notes I had written down. And it was going to be a shout out to you in the Super Chats uh, from Joey Doyle. I'll read this one first. So you get your yours, even though you submitted yours last, you get yours first. The first note I wrote down was that on Casual Friday, the last one that was recorded because the Knicks keep playing on Thursdays, you predicted the Knicks would have no more than three losses this month, or it was two or three losses this month. I set, finished, at, I set the line at two and a half and took the under. So the Knicks would the have under. no more than two. Guess what? They went 14 and two, and the two losses, Mensa, they're two Josh Hart rebounds away because Josh Hart wasn't in the game because he was playing poorly. Like, if they get a rebound against Dallas, I thought they were coming back and winning. And the second one didn't have Jalen Brunson, and it still involved a Knicks fourth quarter collapse. Like, that's what it took to beat the Knicks this month. They destroyed the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They destroyed the uh, Denver Nuggets, the two teams that have the two MVP front runners at the They moment. also destroyed the Miami Heat, our boogeyman. It our took boogeyman. Them, they took that them behind the woods. Like, sent them into Siberia. Like you, the reports coming out of Miami of what's wrong with that team and like the end of the run that it feels like is, is occurring. Regardless, like, to 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 the the mood and the the vibes that are currently around this team, why I think it's so cool that we're we're hyping this this win over a, a Utah team that was on the second night of a back to back where Laurie Marketing was off and like they beat the the really undisciplined and I'm not even saying it's on Steve Clifford but like that's a bad basketball team they played last night in Charlotte. It's two back to back wins. Like we used to think that the reason that the Knicks had to go so heavy and so uh, intense in their rotations. And like, and, and because they, they weren't able to match with talent. Right. And what they've been able to do the last few nights is show, Oh, like Jericho Sims can give you solid minutes. Deuce McBride can give you solid minutes. What they've turned precious Achua into my goodness, what he's been over the last five or six games. And like, like, like this is kind of the story of what this Leon Rose Tibbs era of the Knicks has been. Jalen Brunson leaves the Mavericks as like a sidekick to Luca. Everybody calls him an an overpaid uh, a player that got a hundred million dollars without ever making the All Star team. And now, my goodness, like the superstar conversation is over. The Knicks have one. His name is Jalen Brunson. Julius Randle just released by the Lakers to go play for the Pelicans for a year and then just kind of walks to the Knicks as a consolation prize to not getting Katie and Kyrie might make his third all-star team on Thursday. Dante DiVincenzo signed for the mid-level exception. And like you said, has Clay Thompson impact on certain nights shooting near 50% from three point land since joining the starting five. Although remember how tall you are is all I'm going to say. I, I know we, we were joking on Twitter today that like just, just remember how tall you are. Your your accuracy somehow gets gets better the further away from the rim you are. Um, like Josh Hart, like we 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 get annoyed with his shooting sometimes and his pump fakes. The Josh Hart things when they're working are so good and they help this team like get buckets. The thing that I, the 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 notes I had written down for most of the night were like they're not shooting the ball well and they're Utah's doing a good job of getting like making it so that Jalen Brunson can't take over and the Knicks are still winning. Like that between the offensive rebounds, the defense causing points and the transition points that they were getting and the fact they're just not turning the ball over. Like this was very much an organizational win in like the organization committing to a style of player that you get 
And then Tibbs, just like all the Tibbsy stuff that we usually see from this team, just contributing to a win where like Quentin Grimes gets hurt and like Hartenstein's on a minutes limit and you're without OG and Randall. And man, Mensa, like I'm kind of there. Like I'm not sure we need to start keep, keep looking to the summer as like, well, then we'll be contenders. That's 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 if we want a stat pad, we'll we'll go get a superstar, another superstar. This team as is is pretty great. Um what's the I mean, let's just kind of start start with DiVincenzo if you want to, and just like what he's been this season and what he was tonight. Uh finished with, I believe, thirty-three points. Thirty-three on, points, nine, nine made three pointers. Yeah, which is nine of fifteen from three, a career high, eleven of twenty-two from the field after twenty-eight last night. So we had a bet in in like a, in one of the KFS group chats that um, like Fred was in it, and we we asked like who's gonna be second on the Knicks in usage, and John said DiVincenzo. I said it would be OG. Jeremy said it would be um, it would be someone who the Knicks trade for. Benji said Deuce. Uh, Fred said Deuce. John's the early clubhouse leader in that. Well, just like the point guard is able, like the other yeah. point guard is able I'm to. Like, Deuce. <laughs> highest usage. I mean, Tibbs sees one thing go wrong and he pulls him, but like, so regardless, it's a usage conversation. So, like, Dave Vincenzo through two games of no Julius Randle, I, I mean, it, it looks pretty good to me, man. So I'll just say that. It looks pretty good so far. I mean, can we. Can we say that Jalen Brunson and Tante DiVincenzo may be the best backcourt we've had in decades? I saw the question like, you asked on Twitter. Like how many decades? Like, you know what? Is that crazy to say? This has been a frontcourt team for the majority of my life. <laughs> are we talking about three decades ago? Or are we talking about five decades ago? Like it's These guys are really great. And I think you touched on a really good point about Dante DiVincenzo and Jalen Brunson essentially being free agent signings. How many teams... And okay, so what I want to say is the New York Knicks, we know and has been reported that they have spent more money on their analytics department than any other team in the NBA. And that in a salary cap league, when you're New York, you have to figure out ways to circumvent the salary cap and just be the big bank. So I think we saw with those two signings specific, well, not just those two, because you also have the Hardenstein signing. I think we're seeing how the New York Knicks how their analytics department is able to find guys that are undervalued and have them come here, work within our system, work with our coach and just become monsters. Like look at Julius Randle. This is obviously before Leon Rose got here. We got him for money. We didn't, we didn't give up any assets. We got Jalen Brunson for money. And then eventually a 2025 second round pick because we tampered boohoo. We got, um, Dante DiVincenzo for the mid-level exception. Isaiah Hartenstein, two years, but what, $18 million. And these guys have been so... Like, what would the Knicks season be without those four gentlemen, right? We'd still be worrying... We would probably still be in the is Quentin Grimes going to be... Mm-hmm. it. Like, we would still be working through that probably. It just... um, We would be in no man's land because Mitchell Robinson gets hurt and then his backup becomes the most impactful defender in basketball. Without Jalen Brunson, I don't want to think about life anymore. Like, that's, that's just <laughs> not something I'm willing to talk about. And without Julius Randle, we obviously... did. They've been playing well the past two games, but we can't discount how much Julius Randle has meant to this New York Knicks basketball team since he's been here. So it's just... It's so wonderful to see that not only does the New York Knicks, not only do they find good talent, but the way they're finding good talent is probably because of the money they are spending that you don't see. And I think that's encouraging and that should continue to be encouraging as this team looks to build. But let's get back to Dante DiVincenzo because what he, I mean, 
when was the like I don't think the Knicks have ever had a range shooter the way he's a range shooter like he'll be shooting from 27 28 feet and it goes up I'm like well it's going to go in and mm-hmm. that's exactly what it did tonight nine out of 15 times that man shot from three-point range it went in there was a shot where he got a, he caught a grenade and I think Larry Markinen was defending him and it, it, it was from the corner and it hit the rim. I'm like, you have, you know how accurate a shooter you have to be to shoot over another guy who's seven feet tall from the corner, not really shoot it and still hit the rim. It didn't go in, but that like, that to me was such an impressive thing to do. You could tell that the, that the game he was going to have was going to happen. Cause I think at that point he only had one or two made threes. It was just so wonderful again to watch him play. He thought he was coming out of the game, had to come back in the game. He had 20, I think he had 19 at the half finishes with third with 33. A lot of that. Look, if the Jazz fought back, he probably could have had 40, but they clearly had no, they had, they wanted to go home. I think Benji pointed out this was their last game on a road trip. So we probably got another schedule win there, but I don't care because we didn't have OG Ananobi and we did not have Julius Randle tonight. So they got like the Knicks didn't play yesterday. Mensa. this, the Knicks are the Knicks actually traveled. They came from yeah. Brooklyn, right? They, they, <laughs> they stayed in the same hotel room. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it's great to see how DiVincenzo is stepping into a role that, Probably nobody thought would ever exist for him. And of course, this is just we're not going to we're not going to extrapolate this and say this is the new DiVincenzo. But it is great that we have a guy who can step up when when a guy like Julius Randle goes down. I mean, when hopefully Jalen Brunson can play the rest of the season because we've seen what that's like without him. And I think that's a good segue to where uh, Jalen Brunson has what he's what he did tonight. If you want to touch on that. So Brunson finishes with 29 points, nine assists tonight. Uh, 10 to 23 shooting. So he wasn't super efficient. And this wasn't like a game where he just hit a ton of threes. Uh, both of his threes came in the second half too. I remember Breen said it on the telecast at one point. It was, it was 49 to 44 and the Knicks were winning and Jalen Brunson had seven assists and two main field goals. And the Knicks were seven of 22 from three at that point. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, so the Knicks aren't hitting threes. Like Brunson has two made buckets tonight, had eight points in the first half, 21 in the second half, right? And the Knicks are like comfortably, I felt comfortably ahead in this game because they're winning all the hustle points. Like they're clearly the team that's trying harder. I'm not saying that like Utah, like I didn't think Utah's effort was all that bad either. I just thought the Knicks were, their effort was better. And then Brunson takes over in the second half, partly because of the, the DiVincenzo gravity that they had to honor. And yeah, I, I thought, this was just another solid performance that like you can, it, it says a lot about your best player when he can have a quiet 29 points and 29 points isn't quiet, man. So it's one shy of 30. So he just, he continues to be awesome and in, in making his case for what will be a coronation on Thursday when he gets named to the all-star team. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Brunson being named to the all-star team was a foregone conclusion what two three months ago like he's just been going crazy all season um i think now the narrative is starting to catch up with him because i saw a clip going around twitter that um i think yeah Stephen a smith is admitting was admitting that he should have put him on as a starter and kendrick perkins is saying that he should be an mvp candidate i'm like well maybe if you guys were on to this on top of this at the start of the season we wouldn't be having these issues about who's the all-star starter. If, if you didn't spend three months saying what he isn't, then maybe you would actually be able to recognize what he is, which is a budding superstar that the Knicks got for less money than RJ Barrett. And that's not even like a shot to RJ. Like that's right. just like 
they signed him for just above $100 million. And it's the best contract in the NBA at the moment. And and here's what's more ridiculous about the hundred million dollar contract for Jalen Brunson is that it wasn't on the table anywhere else. Mm-hmm. The Knicks far outbid everybody else for Jalen Brunson and got called all kind of names. Jalen Brunson is going to be the bust. He wasn't worthy of the contract. It was this. It was that. All of these different things that they were saying about Jalen Brunson. And now look, now you have a guy who we're not even it's not. All-Star is not even the question anymore. It's which All-NBA team will this guy end up on? Like, does he have a case for All-NBA first team? Depend- like, if the Knicks are a two-seed, mm. right, does he have a case? Like, that's where we're, that's where we're headed. Like, for real. That's, especially if he's an MVP candidate. I don't think he should be any lower than All-NBA second team at this point. I don't think there are four guards having a better season than Jalen Brunson right now. And I will stand on that until I can't stand on it anymore. Especially with the... um. Well, it's positionless now, so that's uh, the, that takes it out somewhat. But I'm still standing on it. Let's be honest with you. I'm trying to think like if games played is a thing, and like Embiid can only miss five more games, and if he misses more, he's ineligible for for all NBA. Halliburton's missed a ton of games. Halliburton can only miss four more games to be eligible for. Like, so I don't say it's a technicality that Brunson might have a good. I'm with you. He's an all NBA player right now, and I would probably have him on my. I'd have to actually sit down and do it, but second team feels comfortable for me right now. Um, he may end up on first team All-NBA, be the first Knicks since, I believe, Patrick Ewing to make first team All-NBA. That sounds right. Uh, so yeah, that's... Yeah, I meant so wow, you just kind of blew my mind with that. That may be where we're headed with Jalen Brunson in that conversation. He wow. is all NBA, bare minimum second team right now. And I think that's just, that's where we have to, we have to acknowledge that and we have to move forward in that truth so that we can stop this nonsense about Jalen Brunson is not a superstar. Jalen Brunson has been an average defender this season. A lot of that's probably because of the charges that he takes. And I am not quite comfortable with a guy his size taking charges, especially if we're getting ready to pay him like $300 million. He may have to stop doing that at some point, but it just goes to show you how dedicated he is to his own craft. I think he did, you know, he actually, he did a, um, a sit down with Michael Wilbon and they were asking, he was asking him like, Hey, what do you think about the criticism? And he, so I've never heard a more genuine, I don't care in my life than what Jalen Brunson told Wilbon, because you can tell that it doesn't motivate him. And he goes out and he says that if I need that to motivate me at this point of my career, then I'm probably, then something's wrong. And just having that mentality, having a self-starter like that as your leader, when your leader is a self-starter, everybody else has to start themselves. And if not, he's going to get into you. And I think we're starting to see Jalen Brunson evolve, not just as a player, but as a leader, because on a night where he's not the the hottest hand, the Knicks are still playing great basketball. The Knicks are still keeping a team. I, well, I don't think we kept them under. Well, we kept them under 100 for as long as it was relevant. I'm not they sure only got to 103 that. because of garbage time. Like, exactly. And the garbage time honestly didn't was 30 seconds. So maybe maybe that's why Tibbs was so frustrated at the end because he was trying to keep them under 100 and right. the, the Knicks were not doing... I, I, I honestly think the team kind of took their foot off the gas at the end, which I would have too. They were up at 25. Um, yeah, this is... I mean, you're hinting on how well they played. My goodness. Every single... And this is... This is something that's actually very encouraging because when the Julius double teams came in 2021... It was like, oh, this is over. Like they have no way of running a competent offense unless Derrick Rose gets hot or quickly gets hot or RJ gets hot or Alec Burks gets hot. 
they looked so ready for every Jalen Brunson trap. It's almost, and this is, I'm not behind the scenes, but I'm just going to trust that this is part of the film study that they're like, Hey, when, when Brunson gets trapped, they knew exactly where to pass to where everybody should go to where the open spots on the floor would be like precious. Chua took a couple threes tonight. Didn't make any of them, but like, that's where the shots will be. And like had a ton of shots on the paint because they were finding Hartenstein in the middle of the court. Uh, and he was able to use his passing skills from the top of the key. And they were able to get buckets that way, uh, which tells me that they are, they're, they're preparing for what these next couple of weeks without Julius Randle are going to be when they uh, try to score, especially on the offensive end. Um, one thing that will help is Josh Hart again, just pushing it in transition and doing all the, the Josh Hart things. A triple-double tonight, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals, two blocks, and just a, for good measure, three turnovers, Mensa. Um, did play 43 minutes tonight. Um, I, I have no idea how this affects Josh Hart. He seems to be on autopilot. I wonder if... Uh, I, I I wonder if that's the calculation that you're going to make to in order to make a trade, especially when... Um, because I don't think they're going to be able to or don't think they're not going to be able to survive with an eight man rotation uh, going forward. But to lighten the load, maybe that's where they go to. But I thought Josh Hart was really good tonight, especially on the defensive end. And you and John hit it. It was 15 to six. The Jazz got off to a good start. I was worried like, oh, we're about to see like this is what happens when you play like a better coach team with that's more disciplined. And then Colin Sexton got up in Jalen Brunson's grill. And it's as if the entire University of Villanova decided, oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. And then Dante DiVincenzo got got started and Josh Hart got started. And Colin Sexton was in jail the rest of the night. Has Had a couple buckets. Colin Sexton finished with 22 points and 13 shots. But he had to work for all of them. And he had to injure Quentin Grimes to get two of them. Um, I, I just thought across the board, Hartenstein, Josh Hart, Precious Chua, all of them played so well tonight, Mensa. And just like very disciplined and uh, to just use it Nixie in, in how we've come to expect this team to play. Yeah. I think again, that's just very true. Very well said. Um, Colin Sexton poked the beer and found out yet. Yeah, I know you guys have seen the, um, the, the meme with the, <laughs> the more you F around, the more you're going to find out. You don't have to find out. Colin Sexton decided he wanted to F around and he found out, you know, it's like they say, um, if you don't mess with the bull, you won't get the horns. Well, the bull messed with us and got his own horns. So good luck guy. Um, happy to happy that we don't have to play him anymore. And I just want to touch on the Quentin Grimes injury because he got injured because he was playing good defense. Yeah. Colin Sexton could not go around him, so he went through him, and they ended up banging knees, but it seemed like um, Quentin Grimes was just fine. He came back in the game. Doesn't seem to be ailed. We'll see how that goes, but once I saw that they banged knees, I'm like, okay, that's probably not going to be anything um, long-term. But we do need bodies as much as much as possible. So I'm praying that Quentin Grimes doesn't have, you know, a bad knee day tomorrow. We need him for Indiana on Thursday, um, especially because they just lost. They're kind of reeling. So they're probably going to come into that game looking for a win. Um, but yeah, the team is just playing at a really high level. And I do want to give some credit to Isaiah Hartenstein, a guy who I've been a big fan of the entire time. Um, I think that we need to acknowledge that Isaiah Hartenstein is just an excellent basketball player and should have the starting role, say for a trade for a guy who's top 
10 in the NBA, you know, like as far as like top 10 players in the NBA, I should say um, what he does for us offensively. It just opens the, it just opens things up. He he's a better passer than we've had at the center position in a very long time. I remember when I first started, started him play, started watching him play for the Knicks. I'm like, this guy's like Joe Kim Noah light. And now, like, as we're getting closer and closer and we're seeing more of him, we're like, you might have to strip that light and just say, this guy is Tom Thibodeau's second coming of Joe Kim Noah because mm-hmm. his defense is just, this is a center who's getting three steals tonight. I think he's still on pace for it. And if he is, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think as a starter, he is averaging two blocks and two steals a game. The only other players in NBA history who have averaged two blocks and two steals for a season Hakeem Olajuwon did it a couple times. You got David Robinson and you have Gerald Wallace. That is three players in the entire history of basketball who are who did what Isaiah Hartenstein was either on pace to do, because, and I think maybe not because of the injury may have derailed him a little bit. But tonight, again, three steals. I think he had a block. Like just the, I call him the stockbroker, the stockbroker, because he just gets stocks. That's all he does. Stock after stock after stock after stock is Isaiah Hardenstein. And we just need to appreciate that he's the most impactful defender in basketball right now. I know OG Ananobi got a lot of the credit for when the Knicks, for when he came over, that the Knicks defense got so much better. But honestly, a lot of that is just because you were adding one of the best defensive wings in basketball and subtracting a guy in RJ Barrett who isn't, who is up and down on defense, inconsistent on defense at, at best. And I don't want to disparage RJ Barrett, but the jump between him and OG Ananobi is colossal on the defensive end. So because we didn't realize that the Knicks and then when the Knicks defense took a drop off when um, Isaiah Hartenstein got promoted to the starter lineup, it's because his backup isn't as good as him. Mitchell Robinson had the luxury of having Isaiah Hartenstein back him up. Isaiah Hartenstein doesn't have that luxury. So when another impactful defender like OG Ananobi gets to the Knicks, now you're seeing what this defense can do. I think with it's really hard to get a better basketball player than Isaiah Hartenstein, and it's way hard to do it at $9 million a year. What the Knicks have done this year with Isaiah Hartenstein, who is currently top 35 in EPM, number one in defensive VPM. And I think that offensive VPM will continue to creep up as you see his value as a passer, as you see his value. Like he got the ball in the paint and did like a drop step (laughs) that led to a dunk. And I'm like, wow, when we watch a Knicks basketball player, a center who can put the ball on the floor, Shout out to Jericho Sims, by the way, because what he did tonight was insane. When that, put- that, that one step where he went up on Walker Kessler, who was like Matumbo um, when it came to DiVincenzo at the, right. the rim tonight. Yeah. But just saying, like, just what Isaiah Hartenstein, what Isaiah Hartenstein has meant to this team, we don't talk about enough because a lot of the love is going out to Mitchell Robinson and we can't wait for Mitchell Robinson to come back. But we need to understand that when Mitchell Robinson comes back, he is coming back to the bench because <laughs> let's let's have that conversation. We will have that. Conversation I agree with you. Time. I agree with you. But this is the luxury of having two quality. Agreed. Starting Agreed. Ver- starting caliber centers, which is why jumping out the window is appropriate at this point. Like 100 percent. The but healthy version of this into- team has such a high ceiling, Mensa. I'm. I'm buying in like the boogeyman of last week, which is why the Randall injury was such bittersweet because getting through those two games against Denver and, um, and Miami was like, Oh, like this is a thing. Like they're not, they're able to just like through brute force, 
take care of a, a like the schedule loss for for Denver is like fine. Call it a schedule loss, but they won that game by almost forty points. Like that was like schedule losses mean you lose by like 15, 16. Like they they they, 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 they I'm just. I'm there with everybody that's ready to overreact to this team at the moment. And if uh, I agree with you about Hartenstein, he's been out sta- 14 and 12 tonight. As you said, the stockbroker with two, 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 uh, two steals as well as a block tonight. Um, the only other player I wanted to highlight was, well, I guess again, Jericho Sims had some good minutes tonight to get, did grab uh, four boards. And then Quentin Grimes, I just, my two cents remain that there's a playoff contributor in that player. Um, uh, 12 points again tonight, six rebounds. I thought he played really good defense. Uh, they, they, they're going to need him, uh, this version of him that's able to play 19, 20 minutes in the playoffs or allowed to play 19, 20 minutes in the playoffs. Um, I, I the only other thought, if, unless you have thoughts on Grimes, is like, I, I thought Deuce had a rough night, but I, I mean, you can get away with it. Like his defense remains fine. And if that's the the load, the bar for the Knicks is like your backup point guard plays solid defense. So that way Jalen doesn't have to play 50 minutes a night. Um, I'll take it. Um, and it's also why I wonder if the Knicks are considering uh, eventually upgrading that position. But your thoughts on the three, three bench guys before we head on over to uh, our next segment, Mensa. So I don't, I'm not worried about um, Deuce McBride. He's a young player. He just got into the rotation. He's due to have some off nights, but I do want to, touch on Quentin Grimes because I agree that he is a player that the Knicks should not be looking to trade just to trade. You don't trade him for Bruce Brown. You don't trade him for Malcolm Brogdon. You trade him for a guy who is a foundational piece because that is what Quentin Grimes is. Now, a lot of times, like so Quentin Grimes as a defender, Quentin Grimes had what I what I like to say, um, great cornerback to like he was okay. So he's basically a great cornerback too. And the thing about great cornerback twos is that they get signed in free agency by other football teams and they, and those teams try to make them corner CB ones and they're not CB ones. It doesn't seem like Quentin Grimes at this point in his career is a lead corner is what I would say. So when we watch him play with OG and Anobi, you really see the value because now you got Revis on one side. Now you're seeing the value in Cromartie. You're not worried about all the bad plays and all that sort of stuff. Same thing with Quentin Grimes. When OG and Anobi is on the court, teams get so frustrated that they have to outlet the, the guy that Quentin Grimes is defending and be okay with that. That is such a luxury to have. And I think that when when you have a player like that coming off your bench, right? He Dante DiVincenzo should be the starter, but what Quentin Grimes brings is an added element that is an added, or what I want to say is an added identity element because this team is building its identity on the defensive end around Jalen Brunson. So having a guy like Quentin Grimes, I'm happy that the Knicks are giving him more minutes right now. It may be out of necessity. I quite don't care. I just want to see the kid play. And I think that because he's playing so well, it should change the calculus on what we're thinking at the trade deadline. You don't trade him for DeJounte Murray. I'm sorry. I mean, DeJounte Murray's already off the table, so we're not even worried about that. But he's not going to Detroit for Alec Burks. He should not be going to Portland for Malcolm Brogdon. He should not be going to Toronto for Bruce Brown. Like All that is, you're selling him way short. And, excuse me, while I understand that the Knicks have a very vital opportunity a very present opportunity to get to a conference finals and maybe further. And you want to maximize the value of the players. A lot of that is getting a player better than Quentin Grimes. And what he does defensively is very hard to find. So I would love to see this kid stick around. And I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Quentin Grimes right now. I agree. And 
if there is like a conflict between Grimes and his representation and the front office and Tip because he wants a bigger role, because I understand there's a business side of the team and of the sport as well, handle it in the offseason. OB came up huge in the playoffs for the Knicks. That game four doesn't happen. That game four win against the Cavs was vital because OB Toppin played the entire fourth quarter. I want to have the insurance of Quentin Grimes and what I think he can add to a playoff rotation. Figure it out in the offseason, as far as I'm concerned. He's here to stay. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think that we covered all of this from uh, the Knicks' eighth consecutive victory. Um, if you've been playing along with us in prize picks, you know it's been a safe bet to take some Dante DiVincenzo overs. We'll see if the crew took some Dante DiVincenzo overs tonight where we go over to betting and sweating presented by prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's prizepicks.com slash KFS. Up to 100 bucks. You submit it. They will match it. And you can play along with us every night. Prize picks. That's daily fantasy sports made easy. So, Mensa, here's our picks tonight. I actually don't know how we did. So, I know I hit because I hit on Josh Hart over in points, rebounds, assist. It was 24 and a half. He had a triple double. Um, oh, I know who missed. Oh, One guy. that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Let me get the, the overlay out the way. Uh, so, so Sean hit, he had a uh, Colin set. No, did you have Colin Sexton? Or did I, had, did? I had Colin Sexton. Yeah. So you had Colin Sexton over 26 and a half points, rebounds and assists on points and assists alone. Sexton hit that he had 22.7 rebounds, three assists. So that's a total of 32. Uh, Sean took Dante. D. Oh, wait a minute. He didn't take uh Dante DiVincenzo over. Oh, he had four steals. So he definitely hit it. I thought he did it over in threes. Yeah, he had hit. He took one and a half stocks. Dante DiVincenzo finished with one block and four steals, so I'm pretty sure he cleared that. That's cleared it by a lot. Now, your boy and and XJ's boy, Mr. Laurie Markkinen, um, the supposed superstar and missing piece. <laughs> that stinks. I'm sorry. Fraud alert is officially uh, been been sounded. Uh, the overrated Laurie Markkinen. Um, we were we were overreacting tonight, Mensa. 23 and a half. Oh, that's like 23 and a half. Jalen Brunson gets that in his sleep. You're going to get a quiet 29. 23 and a half points is all Laurie Markin had to get. And Laurie Markin had the same number of points as Isaiah Hartenstein. 
Yep, 14 points for uh, Larry Markkinen. He's due, you know, it was a schedule loss for him, so we'll give him a little bit of grace. <laughs> but Precious hey, Achua had more points than Larry Markkinen. It, yeah, it wasn't a good showing for my guy Lowry. It uh, wasn't a good showing for XJ's guy Lowry. We are still very firmly keeping our Lowry stock, and if anybody wants to sell it, you can find two guys who are willing to buy all that stock. But tonight is not about the Utah Jazz. It's about the New York Knicks. So I'm very glad that he went under there, even though Colin Sexton went over. It's just... He's just one of those guys that the Knicks have had trouble with forever. But yeah, three out of four. That's great. That's great. If you took the flex, you won some money tonight. Yes, if you took the flex. But unfortunately, you didn't get all four because Larry Markkinen stinks. That's just just (laughs) the facts of the matter tonight. Quinn Grimes only had two fewer points than Larry Markkinen. And I'm saying it wrong. It's not Lori Markkinen. My mom's name is Lori, so I'm pronouncing it Lori. But it's you said Guy Lowry like he rhymes with Kyle Lowry. And so I was... I, I, I will now just say that from now on. Lowry Markinen. I'll just That's say Kyle Lowry's last name and <laughs> Kyle Lowry Markinen's first name. Um, shout out to the fine folks over at Prize Picks. We always appreciate their partnership. Again, if you want to play along with us, head to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, and then one other thing that we've just got to do a better job of of like promoting in general uh, this Saturday, if you'd like to hang out with us uh, while we watch the, I know like I, I should say, I shouldn't speak for all of us. Cause I know like we're all, I know Metsy, you are, you are attempting to come to our watch party on Saturday. I will try my best. Yes. You'll try your best. But if you want to watch the, the Knicks play the Lakers at T squared social, uh, which is a, a restaurant, a sports bar right around the corner from Penn, from Penn Station, from Grand Central. It's walking distance. And I'm a big dude, and I'm saying it's walking distance. You know it's walking distance. It's 70th, 42nd Street in New York City. Um, we're going to be watching the Knicks and Lakers play there. Um, we're going to be... Uh, uh, the, the, it's free admission. Uh, they're giving out a free beer to the first 50 guests presented by Michelob Ultra. Uh, it starts at 630 is the pregame party that we're hanging out in the area where they have like duck pin bowling. Um, there's pictures on my Instagram. If you want to take a look at it, I have fallen in love with this. Venue. I went there on it for a date night on Saturday. Mensa. the wife and I were due for a date night and it was like dinner and a movie in the city. And we decided to go to T Square for dinner. And she was like, Oh, this is where you're having the party? This is big time. This is this is it's like the biggest venue in New York City that I've ever been to. So join us this Saturday at 6 30 in Midtown. Look forward to seeing as many of you there as possible. 